Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello there, this is Dr. Cindy Banyer for Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for February 3rd, 2023, and this podcast is being recorded at 6.02 p.m. Some breaking news that is coming right in. A jury finds Elon Musk not responsible for manipulation of stock prices through his tweet that indicated that he was going to take Tesla private. So this was seen as a big win for Elon Musk and also a big win for talking shit on Twitter. So congratulations to Elon Musk in that respect. The biggest news of the day, though, is the Chinese spy balloon that was spotted over Montana and other parts of the United States. This had caused such an uproar that Secretary Blinken, who was scheduled to meet with officials in Beijing, canceled his trip because of the incursion into the U.S. airspace. Now, China maintains that this is a, quote, civilian airship. However, it seems as though that this is definitely a spy balloon, according to U.S. intelligence. This has caused a lot of folks to call for strong a response to Beijing. People are questioning Joe Biden. However, it's unclear what the response that they're looking for in terms of being strong in relation to a weather balloon. This is not the first time that there has been, not a weather balloon, but a spy balloon, such a device over the United States. And China is notorious for using multiple modes of spying, including on devices through corporate contacts hacking in general, and through satellites as well. China is the one of the biggest sources of hacking in the world alongside Russia. So it's not surprising. It's not acceptable. However, this does not necessarily mean that there is anything wrong with the United States in terms of its national security or response to China. It's just exactly how do we do it and how do we keep Americans safe? There are people going on about TikTok and things like that and the Chinese Communist Party. And although they do pose the greatest security threat as well as the greatest competitive threat economically with the United States in the global economy, this does not mean that we should continue to saber rattle and escalate. In fact, any response that is above and beyond caution could escalate things further in an already tense situation particularly in China and the South China Sea. Keep in mind that we just inked an agreement with the Philippines to increase our military presence there and use bases in the Philippine Islands. Things like the bill that was put forth by my former opponent, Byron Donalds, and others in Congress to normalize trade relations or normalize relations with, with Taiwan will only further exacerbate such tensions. So it is an appropriate response right now to be measured, but canceling the trip 
with a Blinken is a good move and will signal to China that we are taking it seriously. We'll stay on top of this story and let you know what future relations and things are happening with China moving forward. Keep in mind, yours truly right here has a PhD in Asia Pacific Studies and spent eight years in Asia, including three years in Taiwan, and then five years in Japan studying East Asian relations and international politics. So I have a very close view of what's going on there. I have studied the polities and the players involved, and I'm able to give you a sound piece of advice and reflection about what's going on with East Asian and Southeast Asian politics. So stay tuned for that one. So additional good news coming out in the national news was related to the economy. So it turns out that the job growth in December of 2022 was far beyond expected. Over 300,000 additional jobs were created based or beyond what was predicted. So around 517 thousand jobs was created, reducing unemployment rate across the nation to 3.4%. This is a good sign for our economy. It indicates that we are strong in terms of our employment. This is, by the way, the lowest unemployment rate that the United States has seen since 1969. It indicates that the policies that was put in place, particularly during COVID, and then subsequently by President Biden and the Democrats in the House and Senate, actually made a big difference in terms of keeping people employed and keeping the economy going. Because if we just kept the economy strong, but actually lost a lot of jobs, then that would have caused a big gap. The consequence, unfortunately, as we're seeing in part is inflation. It was always a risk when you have this kind of investment to keep people employed. Now we see the Federal Reserve just rose interest rates yet again by a quarter point to continue cooling on the economy and controlling inflation. While inflation is not fun, it is a lot better to have some inflation that we can control through monetary and fiscal policies as opposed to mass unemployment and individual families hurting. I'll take that strategic bet any day. And anyone who tells you otherwise is doing the bidding of big corporations and not regular people. So we look to continued democratic leadership on the economy. Actually, as things go, the economy does better under Democrats. The debt goes down under Democrats, and people's quality of life is increased. Do not buy the hype when you hear Republicans touting their pro-business stances because those only benefit a handful of majorly wealthy individuals and corporations. It's not good for everyday Americans. Speaking of not good for everyday Americans, let's take a look at what's going on in Florida and Florida politics. Governor Ron DeSantis has called for a special session of the Florida legislature to convene next week. The Florida legislature is a part-time legislature, which means that they usually go in session in March and April. Committee meetings have started in December as individual representatives and state senators are preparing for floor debate and voting on various issues. However, 
Waiting until March is not good enough for Ron DeSantis and his culture war nonsense. He is taking up and asking the state legislature to take on issues in ways that he sees are important to further his own power. One of them being reviewing the Reedy Creek Special District, which Disney resides in. Whether this will be a continuation of the Disney spat with Ron DeSantis, we will see. But it is supposed to further strip Disney of their autonomy in that region, which ultimately will cost taxpayers in that area, which happens to be run by Democrats a heck of a lot of dollars. This is a political win-win for Ron DeSantis and his stick it to the libs and screw the people of Florida agenda. Additionally, we see that election crimes are on the docket as well. This is slated to allow individual jurisdictions to more heavily prosecute and go after people perceived as having committed election crimes, while people on opposition to this look at this as a further way to scare and intimidate voters, especially those who may be returning citizens and have their rights restored because of the murky process around that rights restoration and the payment of restitution. And we saw that several people around the state of Florida, mostly black men, were arrested after voting in a way that Ron DeSantis classified as illegal. This will definitely make it harder for people to want to vote in the state of Florida if they are facing even more strict and extreme penalties. This is just the beginning of Ron DeSantis's new attack on voting and elections here in the state of Florida. Make no mistake that this is Ron DeSantis's attack as once again, the supermajority in the state house and state Senate who are Republicans fall lockstep with Ron DeSantis based on him and his leadership's determination of what will come to the floor. This is Ron DeSantis's authoritarian Florida where the legislature serves as a rubber stamp for his extreme autocratic agenda. Additionally, on this docket, we are looking to see additional relief dollars for Hurricane Ian here in Southwest Florida and Hurricane Nicole responses. Don't know exactly what's going to be in that, but it's definitely the case that Southwest Florida needs additional support for recovery from Hurricane Ian, particularly with the decimated economy. Shrimping and tourism are down. Only half of the shrimp boats that were grounded during Hurricane Ian have been returned to the water, further stifling the economy here in Southwest Florida. Another controversial thing that is expected to be taken up by the Florida legislature is a program to relocate undocumented migrants. This is coming on the heels of the stunt, the political stunt Ron DeSantis did earlier or at the end of last year, where he flew migrants from Venezuela that had landed in Texas to Martha's Vineyard and just drop those people there. Apparently, this was such a resounding political success for Ron DeSantis that he wants to now broaden the program with people here in Florida. So we'll be based, quote unquote, voluntary on people who are undocumented and made it through the system here into Florida. So we will be seeing how this goes. But obviously, this is part of the ongoing political stunting and culture warring that Ron DeSantis is willing to engage in at the expense of Florida tax and public dollars to further his agenda of being seen as tough on 
the tough on crime and tough on migration because it is such a huge component of the Republican rhetoric. However, it should be noted that programs like these do not serve any real purpose. They do not reduce the burden of the state when it comes to migrants. It does not increase the livelihood or quality of life for these folks. It does not help to settle them into the United States. It does not even help them to settle into another place. It is merely a political stunt that comes at the public expenditure and should be resoundingly denounced, as I do here. So that is the end of the Daily Diatribe here today. I've been your host, Dr. Cindy Banier, and hope that you will join us here next time on Dr. Cindy Speaks. And don't forget to check out all of our podcasts and offerings at BigMouthMediaFL.com. We have a ton of brand new stuff coming up. We have the a Democrat and a Republican walk into a bar was just released today. So definitely check that out and make sure you help support independent media by getting your subscription to these amazing shows today. For as little as $1.99 a month, you too can help support independent media and our fight to provide the truth to you here in Florida and around the nation. Thanks for joining us here and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to cindybanier.com or connect with her directly at vote at cindybanier.com. We love connecting with people.